3: My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that
4: blow your mind?
3: That just happened.
4: What's up, friendos, and welcome in to the NS League Fantasy Football Podcast. I am the Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. We are back in action once a week through the rest of this month, and then we get on to the regular schedule because we are technically in fantasy football draft season. Maybe it's a little best bali season right now, but next month it all gets to it. So, for the remainder of the time, we are going to do the best we can to prep you for the season and all of the goodies that you can get from mock drafts to breakdowns. And that is what we are doing today, as we are taking a look at the 2022 ADP of players and what the 2023 ECR looks like. So what does that mean to you? It's these are the players that have changed big in value from last year to this year. If you're really in it, you may know it. But all those dudes and wherever they were, these are the big value changes. So you can really understand what the player pool looks like this go round, Bogman. And I think this is like a good early exercise to take a look at, because I think people dive in their heads back into it. Just might not even be prepared of like Alexander Madison is worth a whole lot more. And, you know, this running back over here and this wide receiver over here, like there's a lot of guys that. That Rashad white like these players that have changed value year over year sometimes it's hard for people to conceptualize so we are literally going to take the ADP versus what early ECR looks like and we are going to spoon feed the people that's
5: right I had to go find uh, ADP from fantasy football calculator from last year and it still it was a good resource because it was like they had 284 drafts done in like the last five days leading up before the season uh, started so a uh, good information there versus i just did half point ppr uh on fantasy pros so we're kind of comparing uh these two but i think like best balls are going to help i feel like i get seasonal depression now welsh like uh you know most people get it in reverse in the winter yeah why do you me, get it now because i'm from arizona and texas so the weather's terrible in the summer I'm oh well, i leave thought- my house and there's no football yet
4: like, I thought you were. I was trying to. I wasn't conceptualizing like. But why now? Because this is draft season. This like. I think your time would have been like March through like early April, like two months. Nah, of good. I'm good
5: in March and April because baseball's coming, right? Like, okay, uh, it's right now. It's we're in the dog days of baseball it's getting hot and it's hard to go outside anymore not, not quite draft hot.
4: season yet not there is no football i no got football. you no draft yeah.
5: even okay. like even the college football like the spring practices are all done you know we're, we're in otas we're basically waiting for training camp to start in august so i get like i get antsy now but that you know the best ball we're going to do next week uh i'm going to love and you know these These rankings are interesting. You know, it's uh, a lot of movement uh, and it'll show you. I think a big thing, too, is don't just recognize the names that we're telling you. Recognize where the deals are. And they're mainly on rookies and young players, which is why, you know, the Welsh gets another feather in his cap from his last uh, mock draft that we did when you had seven rookies on your bench or whatever it was. You're going to find you're going to find value there somewhere. Some of them are Sky Moore. But some of them are Garrett Wilson. You know what I mean? So a lot of talent uh, out there that people are uh, letting go by because they're just not sure.
4: And if people are wondering about said best ball, it's because this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code ITL today. Go and sign up. Use that promo code. And when you make a deposit up to 100 bucks, you will get a 100% match on Underdog when you use the promo code ITL. And guess what? We're going to be doing our best ball on underdog next week. We are going to be filling it and posting it in the ITL army group me room. But I will tell you, if you use the promo code and want to tweet at us showing you used it, we can get you in. I think that's a a fair enough, reasonable thing for next week. If you want to play now, we do have to give you like a day and time. We don't hundred percent have that, but if you know, you're going to try to make that bad boy and you're not a part of the ITL army, but you want to use the code, let us know. We will try to get you that spot, especially if you do it early. Otherwise, We'll be posting it in our group me rooms. We have an underdog room and we've got football and tons more, but use that promo code and you can get in on your best balling right now, which we are going to do next week. And we may broadcast it on our Twitch. We haven't been doing much of that, but twitch.tv slash in this league, if you guys want to check it out. So being a part of it might be extra, extra fun. So go and check it out today. Download the app underdog fantasy promo code. I T L. And of course, in this league.com is the patreon if you want to sign up you can get all of bogman's ranks he's got redraft and dynasty and superflex and IDP all that stuff oh my you can get access to that at like five bucks you can get into the group me rooms underdog to football we've got card collecting we've got you know movies all of that stuff lieutenants and captains captains get every single room we do Lts you get to pick a sport and you get those said rooms so football you would get the football room and we've got which is probably the coolest of in-season rooms, is our start and sit room for football. So Sundays, Saturday nights into Sunday mornings, that room is absolutely popping where people are dropping like, you know, who would you start? This guy, this guy, this guy, and everybody's voting. And I think it's really cool. It's a cool asset and uh, value. So come and check us out and know that you are supporting us at InThisLeague.com. That is our Patreon, InThisLeague.com. We're going to get into this pretty quick here. But there is one big piece of news that is floating around and it is the, the us waited with bated breath of what happens with Dalvin cook. You know, it's funny. You've like doing shows like the last couple of weeks and you'll like random, we'll be do, you know, set to go and you'll kind of be like, oh, this guy signed with that guy. And then today you were saying like Frank Clark signed with the hell Denver. Frank Clark, Denver. Denver's and I was now. like, I don't know free agents are there. I just, my brain wasn't going and you're like well there's some defensive players and running backs are still sitting out there. Yeah. You've got Elliot that still doesn't ha- Elliot that doesn't have a gig. Elliot. And Dalvin Cook is going to be the next big casualty where I guess we're just waiting on at this point point. and I've seen a lot of rumors over the last 48 hours about a potential connection between the Dallas Cowboys and Dalvin Cook. So your ah, thoughts on so the Cook eye-worn. potential release and potential connection. It would be brutal for Tony Pollard who is a theoretical first round pick. It would it, I would hate it.
5: I mean, it would suck for his value now. Uh, compared to last year, his value.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing.
3: Races, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey. In this league. Look at us.
4: Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not, me. Not me. Boggs, we will start with the positions. We'll do positions, and at the end, we'll kind of just do a blast through the overall so you guys can see that. And what we've got here is we have got the guys that have... Improved probably in like a dramatic sense the guys that have gotten a lot worse, and we will just bam 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 across running back, wide receiver, quarterback, and tight end here. And when we look at running backs, wouldn't you know it? When we talk about the guys that have improved, the number one is said Rashad White, he is the number one 2022 ADP versus 2023 ECR change. 60. Again, don't get too focused on the numbers. 60 was his ADP at running back last year. 24 right now. So he is a top two round running back value. That is a 36 running. That is literally from being a running back five or six to a running back two. No bigger change than Rashad White. So people are going to have to wrap their heads around this one.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising, right? Because Fournette's gone. And we said Chase Edmonds is the only other guy with experience there. I mean, I guess Keyshawn Vaughn has experience, but it's all bad experience. I I kind of expect him to get cut before the season starts. Uh, so right Keyshawn now it's Vaughn. it's Rashad White, it's Sean Tucker, and Chase Edmonds in that backfield. So if you don't think they're adding someone, I think you're kind of crazy. But it's deserved it as of now. But this is why this is why I wait until before the season starts to uh, draft someone. So do you to think? Do a lot of drafts.
4: I guess the big thing with this because like there was there was a lot of fun underlying stuff with Rashad white that, you know, like if he were given the workload, make it really possible. Uh, he can catch the ball. He can do a little bit of everything, but do you think no matter who the back is that comes in, it turns Rashad white into a 50, 50, or do you think there's a possibility that no. a guy that comes in, he could still be the primary. Cause it sounds like to me, you think there's no scenario where he's not in a full 50, 50 spot.
5: No, I, I don't think that at all. Uh, And I don't, I hope I'm not giving off that scenario, but I do think he is absolutely being overdrafted right now with the assumption that that can't happen. So I just, you know, there's only like four or five backs that could come in and even work their way into a decent split with Rashad white. But the problem is, is that if I'm picking one team in the NFL to sign another running back before the season starts, it is absolutely Tampa Bay because they have nothing behind him. So I feel like they're going to bring like, like I said before, like if they bring in Ford if they bring Fournette back or if they bring in Zeke, you are, you know, shaking in your boots if you're rostering White. Or if they bring bringing in Kareem Hunt or someone past him, all right. Now Rashad White has a legit chance. We just don't know who that's going to be. And if I'm the Bucks, no way I'm gonna have to put Baker Mayfield back there, or I'm gonna have to put Kyle Trask back there. I want to bring in a running back that can handle a big workload. So I'm either bringing in Zeke brand new or I'm bringing back Leonard Fournette just because I know these guys can take a bunch of carries. So, you know, especially when Baker's having an off day and he throws three picks or you have to hand it over to Trask because Baker's so bad or if Trask even gets the start over Baker, you don't know what to expect. So, like, I want to run the ball and keep my defense gassed up on the sideline. So I can't imagine that they go into the season without signing someone that's a bit of a grinder. So that is my reasoning to why I don't really like Rashad white in this value right now.
4: I do love the, the, the way that they can treat the running back there and throw the ball. And if Fournette's gone, you know, a primary receiver gets to be Rashad white. Uh, he wasn't spectacular necessarily on the ground. So that, that'll be the funny thing is if luckily like, like they were to bring in a, uh Dalvin cook actually kind of makes a little bit more sense for that team. Cause he can he be does. their their pounding runner. And Cause I, I'm not saying Elliot can't as well, but Elliot definitely plays a big, portion of like the passing game but rashad white will be that guy so this goes back into um i'm trying to think a good comp but it was just like you know when jarek mckinnon was used as like a receiver and then you had your primary like Pacheco back yeah yeah but like but that's what you would worry about is if what you want for rashad's white rashad white's value is he's receiving you know five to six receiving targets per game somewhere in that range maybe four to five and he's getting at least 12 to 15 carries you know, so that, you're getting yeah. close to 20 touches that could still happen even if they brought in a guy like Dalvin Cook, except it's probably not because, you know, they probably 15 to, to 17 touches for that running back. And then White moves down to 12 because it's a big passing game. So you, it's just hard to tell on the scheme. So Rashad White, even though he's the biggest mover, he has a potential to fall back into probably not anything insane. If Dalvin Cook, let's take a guess real quick. 24 is his current ECR. If Dalvin Cook were to come in, do you think he's still a top three round back, Rashad White? No, top thirty six. You think his ECR moves outside the top thirty six?
5: Top oh, yeah, top. Well, you said three round.
4: Uh, so yeah, they're. Top, I'm sorry, I meant thirty top. Three okay, yeah, top thirty
5: six RB. Uh, so if they sound, I'll let's just pretend and say they signed Cook today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would put Rashad White probably at like. Thirty-two, thirty-three, somewhere in that neighborhood i would drop him uh a decent amount because i currently have him at i got him at 24 so he would lose about 10 spots to me
4: i put him so behind you have like, him you have him at value that's exactly what his adp is
5: right yeah so i have him you know exactly there so uh swift montgomery pacheco javante uh, probably Brian Robinson. I would put all those guys ahead of him. If cook went to
4: Tampa. Yeah, 32 on fantasy Pros ECR is Khalil Herbert. So you're putting him around her. Probably Madison would go ahead. I'm imagining because Madison yeah,
5: Madison is going to move up for
4: me. Yeah. Madison <laughs> is at 33, but he's going to move up once the cook thing becomes official. So he's probably around Herbert Dylan, maybe below the Jamal Williams in that tier. So it could affect uh, the next three. They kind of put these in a clump because of the name perspective. Number two on the biggest ADP to rank changes from 2022 to 2023 is Isaiah Pacheco, who was kind of like the same as Rashad White. 58 ADP, 27 on. We're looking at half PPR, ECR. Uh, The next guy, this one is a more dramatic one. Ramondre Stevenson is your next big mover with a 25 RB spot difference. Because he was RB 35, so essentially a flex, to top 10, ACR 10 running back. And then the other big name, Kenneth Walker, who was 38 last year, up to 14 this year. So in a you know, in a I guess a 15, 16 team league, he's a first RB1, but that's a 24 RB spot difference. The difference on these three, obviously, is Stevenson and Walker are a higher tier, but some people have a very high valuation of Pacheco this time, but these are three big names that have the biggest 24 or more movement. Pacheco, Stevenson and Walker up, which is the least that you buy. And I know it's Ken Walker because of Charbonnet.
5: It's not actually. No, uh, I mean, no, no. It's uh, I mean, if I'm buying the least of one of these guys, it's Pacheco. Cause I think the, I think Walker is one of the best running backs in the NFL. I think Stevenson is uh Very like he, I would call him a great running back. He's very good. So for me, those guys in terms of talent, they're not going anywhere, right? Uh, So it's Pacheco, and I like Pacheco, and I have him higher than this a ADP on my list. You know, mine are PPR rankings, but I have him at 19 uh, because I want to give a, a, I want to get
4: a good piece of a. Or do you have Walker? I, I feel like you have Pacheco and Walker near each other. Then
5: I have Walker at where did I put Walker?
4: um 14 okay and, so a little bit higher yeah
5: and i have stevenson at 11. so like i because i think walker and stevenson are both very good obviously walker has issues with charbonnet there but stevenson is the back like they didn't draft what's, anybody there was kind of Bijan talk and all that stuff they didn't do that so what's so
4: interesting guy. about what you just said is i'm like hey it's walker you are consensus with walker but you are hot you you pointed out pacheco mm-hmm. is a non-believer. And you are dramatically higher. No, no, but I'm saying you're dramatically higher on Pacheco after you just said it's one you don't. So wait, did I get it wrong? I was kind of saying, which one do you not buy of the high rank? Are you saying he's the one high rank? No, no, but of how high they are and how high they've moved, I thought Kenneth Walker was going to be too high to you. No. You just said it was Pacheco, but you're higher on Pacheco, way higher than the consensus. I
5: understand what you're saying. I'm saying if I have to pick one of these three guys that I don't, I would not believe in, Pacheco's my lowest rank.
4: Oh, so well, that's be, what I'm saying is it, the funny because it, he is so much higher than the consensus for yeah, you. Yeah,
5: yeah, no, I, I believe in all these guys, to be honest with you. But if I'm picking one... Uh,
3: Reece's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's in
4: this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever. So whomever's name is- in this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? Hey.
5: Walker and Stevenson just talent-wise are way better than Pacheco. And I gotcha. think Pacheco's really good. But, you know. Uh, You you look at some of the underlying numbers and he's he's around average. You know, he's running behind a a good offensive line. Um, You know, I am interested to see him with a full workload here um, uh, in Kansas City this year. That's going to be interesting. Also, maybe not as believable because Walker did it in college. Stevenson did it last year. Like we've seen both those guys in full workload modes. So they're going to be fine. I don't worry about those guys. And Yes. There's a lot of issues with Charbonnet coming in, and maybe Walker could get pushed down, but Walker's a better running back. Uh, you know, my fear for Walker is that Charbonnet could get goal line touches because he's so much bigger. But that's my one issue. Walker's just a solid back. I think he was second in the league in breakaway yards last year, which is just crazy. So uh, as a rookie, Walker is still my guy. I still love him. I still like Stevenson, but I'm I'm interested, and I've I'm rostering Pacheco. I've taken him in a couple best balls. And I have him on a couple of my dynasty rosters already. So I do like Pacheco and I will uh, stick with him. But if I'm picking one to fall out of favor, that's the guy.
4: It's interesting. I was looking to on, you know, if you care, I know some people do not care about this. I was looking on expected stats on PFF, expected fantasy stats for some of these players, overall points. And Ramondre Stevenson was actually top seven in the league last year for more expected stats almost 20 more expected fantasy points in favor of him and i was trying to find all of these because rashad white is actually number two uh, of all the players we've talked about he's actually number 18 with 15 more points who are the other two names we were just talking about Um, Uh, walker and pacheco yeah walker i couldn't find pacheco but walker was on that list and he was inversed he was about 12 to 14 points uh loss unexpected from last year and then now you add in charbonnet and do you I mean right. do you think Charbonnet is gonna be a real thing?
5: Yes, I I but it's also like I these guys can function together. There's plenty of backfields that have two backs that are are okay. And I think that's I it's more likely that uh both of them underperform from expectations than one of them goes crazy to me. But if I'm picking a guy to go crazy Walker's still the better back. So it's still Walker for me.
4: Two other guys with a 20 RB spot differential. uh, Very two different, very players. Brian Robinson, who Bogman has been a big Brian Robinson guy. He was in the 50s. Crazy enough, he was going higher than I Pacheco and White. Uh, He's gone from 52 to an ECR 30. So that's a flex option. And then Tony Pollard went from 30, which was flex, into top 10, number 9 on ECR right now that obviously would adjust if Dalvin cook went to Dallas, what do you think Tony Pollard looks like? Do you think he, I think he still is like top no, no later than top 15. I don't think that changes. Oh, I'm not even yeah. sure if he moves that much, it might be top 12. I he would just put him at 14. Your if okay. if uh, I, and currently
5: I have him at seven. So I would drop him for sure. If cook went there, but it wouldn't be, you know, a, a tremendous fault. Like, I don't think cook comes in and takes over for Pollard. I think Pollard's the guy there regardless. So I think he's the, you know, maybe it's 60, 40. And so maybe it's not by a ton, but I still think that Pollard's the better back at this point in their career. You know, um, it, the issue with Pollard and taking over and all that stuff is that he's never done this. Even in college, I think his total college touches were like 243 over three seasons. So obviously didn't do it last year uh, in the NFL with a million touches. So that's like my one concern with him. But Pollard's an excellent back. So um, not surprising. Brian Robinson, you know, like I like Brian Robinson. I have him at, but I have him at 35. So he's like barely an RB3 for me here because I just think it's going to be such an even split between him and Gibson. And it's going to be one of those annoying things like it was last year where if Robinson is the guy, they might give him 30 carries and give Gibson seven, you know, and then the reverse could happen. Now, the next week is 24 touches for Gibson and it's 13 for Robinson. It's just so frustrating uh, the way that backfield is right now. So I'm way, obviously way more in on Pollard, but Robinson, I'm, I'm cooling on a little bit just because of the situation.
4: Here are some other double digit RB differences of guys that have jumped up. You've got Jamal Williams, who went from 53 to 34 in New Orleans now. Jarek McKinnon. So there's What's
5: that? They said thank you touchdowns for Jamal Williams.
4: Uh, Two players on the same team. First time this has happened now. Kansas City, Jarek McKinnon goes from 63 to 44. Still not a startable. Uh, Deontay Foreman is an interesting one from 62 to 45. Josh Jacobs goes from 23 to 7. Not a big deal. Damian Pierce goes from 37 to 21. That's a 16 spot difference. Followed by Brees Hall, who is even off the injury, is RB11. No discount. Or I'm sorry, RB, yeah, yeah, RB11. RB11, Uh, I got confused by the differential of the next player because Alexander Madison, 47 to 36 is an 11 spot difference. He will go even further once Cook is out. And then Travis Etienne, 22 to 12. That's a 10 spot difference. So overall, what you see here is one, two, three, four, five running backs that have moved into the top 12 so think about that almost half of the new top 12 running backs were not there last time and made those what does the nfl stand for welsh yep not for not long man
5: long double
4: digit five of the top 12 new rbs and ecr for ppr had double digit rb jumps to go into that so it's not like a guy went from you know 16 to, to 12 or these are double digit changes these are some big ones, and that—that that is what I'm talking about when it's getting your mind wrapped around what the new RB class looks like. Well, look Those are some big two. guys.
5: Rookie last year, white, Pacheco, rookie. Stevenson, second year, Walker, rookie. Brian Robinson, rookie. You know, so it's all. Jacobs is about
4: know, the only veteran. Matt Jacobs and Madison. Well, I guess he didn't move up, but if you want to talk about the double-digit double digit differences, the only vets are like Jamal Williams um, and what? jacobs i guess foreman you can throw in there like it's it's like 75 percent, like first and second year players
5: yeah yeah exactly and then you know just guys that finally had a role foreman finally had a strong role wow. McKinnon finally had a strong role same thing with jamal so and jamal switched teams so uh make makes sense
4: yeah the, the the only other there's some single digit ones the only one other one i'd point out is james cook james cook jumped from a not top 36 starting running back into that he's at 31 right now some people i think feel more aggressive about him he's kind of divisive right now but that's the other one uh, let's go on the opposite end now so these are the guys that had got worse and the number one is also a tampa bay tampa bay rules the day of running backs because the number one up was rashad white and the number one down is leonard fournette who is jobless he went from 14 to 56 that's really not a shocker number two is also ezekiel elliott 15 to 51 get a job don't have jobs these guys don't have jobs so it makes cream
5: hunt fourth on the list get a job yeah not a surprise we don't know where these guys are going to go so we have no clue what the role is going to be yeah so it's i like that it's those three free agents and chase edmonds are the ones that lost the most i who was in on chase edmonds last year i did not understand i think no, there was There was amount
4: there was 100%. If we go back and look, people we might be very close friends with uh, might have had a couple of Chase Edmonds tweets out there. Make uh, Feely? They exist. Or is um, that the one you're thinking of? No, I feel like it might be Merrick Mound. I don't know. Oh, uh, Merrick Mound. Yeah, there yeah, might yeah. be okay. some of them. I don't know. I could be wrong, right. but I know there were a couple of Chase Edmonds people. Here's the Chase. first relevant one. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Went from 30, 30 I guess relevant is is questionable or divisive but uh 33 well, not which relevant. was
5: that's why he's relevant here
4: now he's not 33 which was a flex option to off the list 55 and that's no surprise because literally two of the top 10 running backs that have jumped in value are kansas city chiefs so Clyde edward Delair is, is is truly a nothing burger and i think you would agree he is a nothing burger now no, he's
5: nothing yeah i mean he's third at best on that team so he's definitely behind Pacheco yeah. and McKinnon. So he is nothing. Yeah. The, and, and some of these guys are nothing. Well, I mean, Patterson uh, uh, yeah. now is nothing.
4: Yeah. 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 So going through real quick, the next two, there's re I'm, 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 I'm interested in the ones that don't have like legitimate reasons here. Clyde Edwards, alaire uh, or I'm sorry. Uh, Clyde was like, boom, Alvin Kamara goes from nine to 29. because of suspension. suspension. Stuff. You kind of get yeah. that. Eli Mitchell goes from 20 to 40. Uh, Christian McCaffrey makes sense. Uh, You said Coral Patterson, obviously, for um, for Bijan, you get that. But the ones that don't have like there's there's some, you know, niss to it, but not the obviousness is DeAndre Swift. Now DeAndre Swift was a disappointment last year. We just found out recently that apparently he was playing with a gajillion different injuries Uh and he goes to a new team. He was eight before way, super hyped. He is not a top two round running back now. He doesn't have an Eli Mitchell situation. He doesn't have an Alvin Kamara situation. He doesn't have a Clyde Edwards situation, but he has a disappointment situation and a place in Philly where they do like to use kind of a system. And honestly, Jalen Hurts is probably the number one running back. But what do you think about Swift, who had a 17 RB difference coming in at 25 when he was eight?
5: I think it's appropriate. I think what we learned from Swift last year is that he can't beat out jamal williams for a larger role and look jamal i love him he's a lot of fun to watch but as in terms of a runner he's kind of normal he's kind of a league average guy we can call him above league average i'm more than fine doing uh that but you know he's not special and he still beat out swift for touches they traded him for a fourth round pick which means you know the the league kind of doesn't like him. You can't get a third for DeAndre Swift. It's kind of surprising. I guess running backs are cheap now, and he's on a good deal. So fourth yeah. is the best thing they can get. And, you know, Pat keeps talking about this on the Dynasty Pod on Fantasy Pros, how all the Philly beat writers are saying, look, Penny was their target. He was their guy. That's why they went after him first, and they want him to start. Now, we all know Penny ain't going to last because he never does. But Swift doesn't last either. So I think this. So two last make a
4: last? Uh, to two not last make a last?
5: They make a, a great deal for Kenneth Gainwell as a uh, late round flyer in best balls. I'll say. So that. you're so. just
4: done with Swift. You have I no don't like Swift.
5: Yeah, and I don't know that I'm done with him, but I've got him at 30. So I got him below. I'd rather have banged up Javante. I'd rather take a chance on Gibbs. I'd rather have David Montgomery and Damian Pearson. Even his old uh roommate there, Jamal Williams. I'd rather have. So I'm just not in on Swift at all.
4: I, I don't know. I'm. I'm cautiously waiting to see like what usage looks like. I think he you have to know in season if you do get involved, if you get into the DeAndre Swift business, you're gonna have to know that it's a limited touch thing. It's, it's the old Jamal Charles, like sports
2: group.
0: And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life did you if you could would you when we come through it's true magic because we came to play bring the magic at walt disney world resort
3: reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese. you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's in this league. No
4: one uh, asked you anything ever. So whomever's name is- in this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? Hey. 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 Lots more wide receivers on this. We will try to get through it. Your number one ADP from 2022 to ECR wide receiver. This is one that I was hesitant to start the year. And then I went full bore on. And I think you might've been proud of me to make the adjustment because you really <laughs> sold me on him. Cause I went hardcore uh, on how valuable he is. It's Garrett Wilson, a 49 wide receiver spot difference. He was 59 wide receiver ADP last year at 10 part of that argument. Like you said, why I am way more willing to be aggressive on rookie wide receivers on my freaking bench. When I have solid veterans, because look at this. I don't, I, I want to focus on Garrett Wilson, but look at this. You've got crystal Olave. We can Watson 60 to 24. Chris I mean, let just go down to, to line 10 yeah.
5: here. This guy, this
4: is, this is crazy. Uh, Olave was 46 last year, 14 this year, London, 49 last year, 22 this year, Amon Ross St. Brown, 32 to nine, Devonte Smith, 31 to 13, Traylon Burks, 53 to 35, Pickens, 54 to 37 this year. Every single year. one
5: of those guys, rookie or second year guy,
4: all of them. And all of them, all of them are, well, except Pickens are top three round wide receivers with the majority of them being top two round receivers. And look at those costs only two of all of those receivers we talked about were inside the top 45 and they had huge differences. So taking upside plays on wide receivers on your bench, that's the, I'm not saying they're all going to be like this, but that's the play. That's the play. Get me two of those guys on my bench. When I got veteran receivers to hold me and maybe I'll get screwed and I'll take the sky more and whatever other one that didn't fail. But if I get the Garrett Wilson, and the uh, Drake London, then holler, holler, holler at your yeah. boy, because I mean,
5: win. yeah, Sky Moore and D. Eskridge, uh, you know, uh, tough guys recently that didn't have a ton of success. I'm sure there's more examples and uh, all that stuff. But but I mean, look, th- this is where the value comes from. And we had uh, Andrew Erickson on uh, to talk about some wide receivers before the season started last year. And he talks about, hey, look, I'm just throwing darts at rookies at the end of every draft because someone's going to pan out. They do every single year. And it happened again last year. And look, you know, I keep talking about that. The talent starting from the high school level, it's your best player on the team is a quarterback, regardless of size. The next best athletic guys, most athletic guys, are wide receivers or defensive ends if they're big. Then it's tight ends. Then it's, you know, that's why offensive line play is bad because you're putting the worst players on the old line. It's who's left. So uh, O-line play is getting worse overall, but wide receivers are great every year coming out. and There's tons of talent this year as well. So, you know, just at least go over the rookie class if you haven't got yourself familiar, because this shows us how much value they can have.
4: Yeah, I love Garrett Wilson, and that's one of those reasons, I think, to relook at um, Aaron Rodgers and having that type of weapon. I mean, he also has some of his comfortable... We- there's a lot of weapons in there, I guess you could argue, and Rodgers has definitely been known to kind of slang it all around, but... I think he's going to fall in love with Garrett Wilson, who are I mean, there's a lot of different varying values in here because we have a wide receiver as high as nine and as low as 37. Those were guys with 15 or higher wide receiver spot differences from last year to this year. Is there one or two that stand out? I mean, I know you loved Traylon Burks, I don't know where you're at I'm on Amon Ross Brown. Who is one that you love the up, and maybe one that you hate that's moved up so much?
5: I don't think Drake London. Like in terms of talent, Drake London should move up. I think twenty-two probably still a little high for him, just because the Falcons are not going to pass the ball that much. They ran more than any other team last year. Then they drafted Bijan Robinson. They have Bijan and Tyler Algier, and an offensive line that's you know much better and made for running. Plus a first-year starter and Desmond Ritter. So I, I just. Where's the upside for Drake? Like it's in his talent and it's there, but I don't know if he's going to get the usage that people think he's going to get. So that's probably the one I'm a little hesitant on uh, in terms of all the rest of these guys. Maybe I'm a little hesitant on Burks too, just because I don't like the situation in Tennessee with a bad quarterback and a coach that hates young players in Mike Vrabel. Cause he really does. You know, if you're, you come into camp fat you're not getting any time like Burks did last year, and um, didn't really like his work ethic either, Vrabel. So I think he's a little bit in the doghouse, got to earn his way out of it. Uh, but the rest of these guys, I mean, come on, Watson, it could be a number one. Wilson is Is number there one, one that you think
4: even the move up isn't like, like you, you value them more. Like, do you value Watson more than even what the current rank is or uh, Pickens or any of them? Um, or well, not.
5: Not Pickens. I don't I think I'm probably fairly in line. I have uh let's see, I have Wilson at ten, which what is he at on that list? Ten. I got Olave at thirteen. Fourteen. Devontae at fifteen. Uh, I think I'm pretty who? in line. Devante, Devante yeah, Devontae's
4: thirteen, you're a little bit lower.
5: Yeah, so I think I think I'm in the range of all of these guys. None of them really stand out. Uh because they're but they're all solid vets now. Now that they've played, they're all solid veterans that uh, you don't worry about, uh, except for Burks. I think uh, Traylon is the only one that is still yet to prove himself.
4: Another group that moved up, you've got Tyler Lockett, which was 40 ADP wide receiver. That's 40 just everybody last year. going,
5: All right, we thought you were old, but you're good.
4: Yeah. So there you go. He's up to 27. So that's a 13 wide receiver spot difference. Amari Cooper went Same. from 28 to 16, which I think is probably one of the more significant jumps up and that's because Watson and the offense, They did bring in more, which more looks good There's some video out of more right now. They they could spread the ball a little bit around, but I think the idea is if they're passing and moving the ball more in the air, it's just going to favor all those wide receivers. So he moved up. Also Jalen Waddle went from 18 to 11 and Ayuk went from 38 to 31. Any uh, singular thoughts on uh, a guy or two of those? No, I like that Waddle moved up. I thought he was way too
5: low last year, invested in him heavily. So I think that's correct. He's definitely a wide receiver one. Uh, Lockett and Cooper, kind of same deal. You know, uh, it's the falling knife. Let's let go of them a little bit too early. And now this is the buyback. So now they're probably appropriate instead of like a deal uh, like they were last year. And then, yeah, I mean, I, Ayuk, uh, Ayuk is just weird from year to year. I feel like he's going to move way up and way down. Uh, every year even though this is not way up but it makes sense
4: i think it's hard to move any 49ers offensive player up with mccaffrey there because they all eat into each other it's like one week it'll we'll be Debo, one it'll will Kittle. QB it is sure know? yeah there's That's a lot like of weirdness D2. in there uh just a few others uh, tyree kill went from eight up to four so top five wide receiver Kadarius tony i feel like you think tony is too low here he went from 41 to 38 i feel like tony is like one of the biggest sleeper wide receiver on everybody's a list but he's not representative of that right now
5: i'm at 31 so yeah i'm higher quite a bit uh, higher on him yeah i i think that he could definitely be the wide receiver one but i mean the receiver number one in kansas city does change has kelsey so you know we're still you you want juju like numbers with a little more zip uh from tony and that's what i expect
4: the biggest droppers number one is in Carolina. Adam Thielen went from wide receiver 23. He's fallen to wide receiver 58. That is a 35 wide receiver spot difference. Theoretically going to be the number one there, but everyone is like, it doesn't matter who it is. It's trash in Carolina. That is quite the drop for a guy that actually goes from the number two in Minnesota, better offense, to the number one in Carolina, which stinks.
5: Yeah. I mean, look, you got a, a rookie QB coming in that people are still questioning as well uh you know dj Chark is not nothing he'll get some terrace marshall they drafted jonathan mingo so and he's old you know so people think that this is i could easily see Thielen doing a locket or an amari cooper from last season right where, i
4: agree
5: you know he's not he's never gonna go up to like
4: 16 where cooper is but he could go up to like 30 next year but because to say, i some can
5: touchdowns and stuff
4: I feel mean like I a, could see him as a top three, like 30 to 36, somewhere. Hold in on, Let's range. test
5: it though. Let's test it. Cause I've, I've got him at 52. I don't have him very high.
4: Okay, you want uh, me to pull up the, I can pull no, no, up the no. fantasy pros. Oh, okay.
5: Well, I, I want, I want you to say, uh, tell me between Thielen and Jahan Dotson.
4: Um, see, I think he could get there. I mean, I'd take Dotson I because think Dotson's explosive, but I, sure. I think like you could, I think I could see where he gets there.
5: Uh, Thielen or Jordan Addison? <laughs> That's
4: funny. Um, again, I, gonna I think, think Addison too. I'm going to take Addison. I'm going to sure. take Addison, but I think, again, well, this, he, but this is I think why Thielen he, can join this group.
5: Oh, he absolutely could. I mean, I am below all these guys too. And I see a couple names I can move him ahead of, but like, I've got him at 52. I think if I'm readjusting about this? right now, I'd put him at like 47.
4: Thielen or Bateman? A oh, Thielen. I don't like Bateman at <laughs> okay. all. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, funny fact, fantasy pros, uh, Bateman's higher 43. I don't agree at all.
5: I mean, I've been, that's a drum that I've been beating this off season is picking up Bateman. it's not even Bateman's talent. It's that they brought in Odell and Zay and Mark Andrews is number one. there still, and how much more are they actually going to pass? Like that? That's my big question because you have a running two good running backs in the backfield, offensive line built for running and, uh, Lamar Jackson, one of the best running backs and running, running quarterbacks in NFL history. So
4: yeah number two hunter renfro went from 34 wide receiver last year to 63 and uh today as i was reading there's some there's at least an update or some type of report the athletics to sean reed um Noted that the Raiders have not received any trade offers for Hunter Renfro, but apparently they might be looking to move him because, um, you know, Jacoby Myers is set to kind of take that role. So they might be he might be moving on at some point. Probably not. Usually these rumors don't necessarily lead to anything, but he's the number two biggest faller. And there are some potential trade rumors out there with him.
5: He he lost the step. I got him further than that. I got him in the 70s. So wow.
4: Out, out, out. Okay. Uh, Yeah.
5: I mean, look, he has no job right now. Jacoby Myers just took his job. So. I don't know when he's going to play.
4: Michael Thomas was wide receiver 21 last year and 49 this time, 28 spot difference. That goes with not the same reason, but Mike Evans went from wide receiver seven to wide receiver 32. That's a 25. So those are your 25 spot wide receiver differences. Whoa.
5: Yeah, I can't. I mean, the white, the Mike Evans one just makes me roll my eyes, Uh, but he should not be down here at 32. I don't care that he's going from Brady to, I mean, Mike Evans, won Johnny Manzella Heisman. So how talented is that guy? I know he's old, but he's still very good. And this is a uh, Longhorn, t- you know, talking up an Aggie. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But I saw someone did a meme of your favorite guy that you sure about that? You sure about that? I saw them doing a meme about uh, uh Michael Thomas. It was like, I'm going to take Michael Thomas. He's going to be a steal in 2019. You sure about that i'm gonna take michael <laughs> thomas he's gonna be stealing 2021 you sure about that you, you sure know about all, that? all the way up yeah. to 2023 yeah he's not a steal That's ever really the guy funny. Is, he's old he so is now he will be a steal
4: busted. because now oh, we're not sure. trying to get him yeah the evans so. one is interesting uh michael Gallup is the other 20 spot wide receiver difference from 43 to 64. it's kind of irrelevant your next tier grouping these are kind of your teens these three guys Deontay Johnson went from 15 to 34 Darnell Mooney, 33 wide receiver to 51. Michael Pittman wide receiver, 13 to wide receiver, 28 this year and Cortland Sutton from 25 to 40. So two of those names I just gave you were easy wide receiver twos or threes last year are out of that. And Michael Pittman went from almost wide receiver one to middle line wide receiver three. And, um, uh, Deontay Johnson, same thing. He's barely a wide receiver three now from wide receiver one-ish two.
5: I mean, I definitely move Pittman and Deontay down, but I I feel like maybe the hate's gone a little too far on both those guys. I mean, just in terms of Deontay Johnson, you know, I don't like him as a person, but uh, he's a good wide receiver. Yes, he has annoying drops, and he had zero touchdowns last year, but, I mean, pick it through seven touchdowns. They were not letting him throw the ball. So I, I think that there could be a prodigious bounce back for Deontay and I have him as a wide receiver too so I have him in that range I have Pittman as wide receiver too also um you know he had to play through Sam Ellinger last year who I love he's my Texas guy but made some bad decisions I mean Ellinger also was you know
0: Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life did you if you could would you when we come through it's true magic because we came to play bring the magic at walt disney world resort
3: reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says in this league. Hey, Farva,
1: what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks?
4: In this league. Oh. Oh right, my friend. So there you go. Um, are we going to put this on the Patreon? We're going to put yeah, this list put of people. Up. Yeah, we'll put it on the Patreon. If you guys want to take a look up the whole list, Bogman did a lot of good work on it. Um, something we do from time to time. So make sure you sign up at in thisleak.com $5 level will get access to it. So just go and sign up today. Type it in in thisleak.com It will take you to our Patreon. And you can sign up whatever level you want. Five will get this, but you can get in the me rooms. You can hang out with us. And you can be a part of the best ball we're going to do next week. Promo code ITL on Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you download it. They have got a crazy amount of very popular and cool, 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 cool best balls going on. And I know it's not the time to promote it, but I saw our boy Debro just tweet this out too that Underdog just released their season long pick 'em contest stuff you can do. <laughs> so pick 'ems, you can obviously do like daily in season, but they've got season long ones of like this guy will have this many yards or whatever. And those just got released. And he's like incoming article coming because there are values in play. So if you want, use a promo code ITL, make a deposit. You will get a 100% match up to 100 bucks. And guess what? You could use all of those promotional dollars you get. Go use them on some NFL future season long pickems. So that would be a lot of fun to play around with all season long. And are, you can do it with us too.
5: As you're listening to this, I believe we are 54 days away from the Hall of Fame game. So it's wow, ticking really? down. We're getting we are
4: close. Brian Urlacher away. So. That's right. There you go. Is that from when we're recording or when we aired? When we air. Today, oh, Brian, we are Brian Erlacher away, my friends. So we right. will get there. Uh, follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman sports. You, uh, you'll also be able to see when he's doing like the dynasty pod with fantasy pros and any of the other great stuff he's got going on. You can follow me on Twitter at is it the Welsh and make sure you subscribe to this podcast. We will be dropping more show feeds. Um, the in the, the bet this league feed will be on here in season. So make sure you subscribe. Give us a little rate and review if you want. That is it. That is all that we have. We will be back again next week for Mock Draft 2.0. We are back and I think, Superflex. Superflex, that's right. We're doing a Superflex Mock next week. So how do you get to be a part of that? Be a part of the ITL Army, LT or above. If you hit us up, we'll try to get you in it. Otherwise, you can just be in the rooms, and uh, and when we post it, sign up and join with us. So Superflex Mock next week. For Bogman, I am Welsh. Goodbye, my friends. Until next